Welcome to Word of Life Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will move to and through you from today's message. And while you're here, go ahead and head over to our online platform, thelifeonline.cc, where you'll find content on all kinds of topics like forgiveness, healing, prophecy, faith, and so much more. So check it out at thelifeonline.cc and enjoy today's message. So we're in the middle of a series called Love Is. And if you had the opportunity to be in our full year, you know, you could write down and answer the question, love is something. And love is a lot of things. And I I do not pretend in 30 minutes to explain everything uh, that the Bible says about love because it is a lot. But the, the title of today's message is Love Is Undefeated. And I've been doing this for for a while. I mean, recently, at least, and I like to conclude the message before I even start, just in case I get boring or you get bored or or both happen at the same time, that, that you know what the conclusion is of this message and is that if love is in the equation, then the result will be victory because love never fails. That as long as you are walking in God, who is love, then you will be walking in love. You will be walking in victory soon enough. That if there is love in your relationship, if there is love in your business, if there is love in your life, if there is love in your church, then there will be victory in your marriage. There will be victory in your church. There will be victory in your job. There will be victory everywhere the love of God is expressed. So now, now love is way more than an emotion. You know, you, you have to have, a, love actually requires a corresponding action. Now you, you might, how do I know this? Well, if you tell your wife that you love her, but you don't visit the house for three months, it, there will be problems no matter how much you actually say you love her because there needs to be a corresponding action. So we have to learn as Christians what that love is and how to communicate it because it's not just the emotion of love. I'm not saying if you have the emotion of love in your marriage and you'll be a, have a victorious marriage. Uh, th- th- there is more to love than emotion. It, actually, love is a conviction with corresponding action that you are convinced convinced that you love a person, that you are convinced that you have God's love in you, that you are convinced of this reality. And because of it, there's a corresponding action, whether there is emotion or not. Uh, I, I have, I've talked, I, I mean, recently I'm that guy now, which is crazy because my dad would always use us as examples. Uh, he's a pastor. So I always promised myself, I will never use my kids as an example. So my daughter, Amanda, <laughs> so my daughter Amanda, she, she's been, she's she's learning how to sleep, and so this, I mean we've we've come a long way, and so we're, we're happy with it. But there are moments at night where she still wakes up, uh, and I, I know I love her, but I feel nothing at the moment. I feel a little dead inside when I have to wake up like every hour. There's just some nights where it just, it just happens. But and the other night I was just very mad because I was tired, not mad at her. Not, I was just mad at the situation. And I was holding and Carolina could sense it from me. So she's like, give me the baby now. I was like, I'm not going to hurt the baby. I'm just mad right now. I absolutely love this baby. And I learned that that love is more than an emotion because my emotion at that moment wasn't that lovey-dovey butterfly. There was no butterflies. They were all dead at that moment. 
but I still loved her. And because I loved her, I didn't do anything stupid. Right? So, so lo- love is this conviction, this emotion. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, because I, I believe that, especially in marriage, but in any relationship, we, we need to know what that true love is and what to do when the emotion dies down. Because if, if you're like me, you're, you, I'm very emotional, so I, I love the emotion of things, right? I love, I love the excitement of things. I remember when, when we got married, our first fight was in the honeymoon, which really bothered me because the honeymoon you know, is not for fighting. And so, so I, I'm, I'm, we're fighting, and my first thought is, so this is how it ends. Like, I'm thinking of lawyers, you know, I'm thinking of things because, I mean, I thought we were going to love each other forever. And, and my wife had to stop me. I was like, no, no, no. I mean, we still love each other. We're just not in agreement right now. And we might have these discussions, but, but the love is still there. Well, what is love? Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. It does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And then our favorite, love never fails. This is where we get the title of love being undefeated. As long as there is love in the equation, the result will be victory. But I'm not speaking about that, you know, that love of of, of affection, that love of emotion. I'm talking about the love of God. If you say, I I didn't know this until yesterday. I mean, I knew the word, but the the expression of love that is written here, the word is the agape love, the, the God kind of love that they actually had to make up this word. It wasn't used before this moment because they had to make up a word that would describe that love that is the love of God. And this is the type of love that we need in our life. See, the, the, the devil, there's one thing that he can't do is that he can't take you out of the path to go to heaven. Like once you're on this path, right? Like once you've received Christ, I'm not saying once saved, always saved. And people can debate it theologically, whether you believe it or not. I'm saying it's, it, it's almost impossible to, to get out of this. Like it, once you believe in Jesus, you know, as Lord and Savior, you're going to heaven. So the devil can't stop you from going to heaven, but the devil will try to stop of you doing and fulfilling the plan of God here on earth. And and one of his biggest ways and probably easiest ways to get you off of that path is to get you offended real quick. It's to get you walking outside of the love of God. Why? Because if you are walking with God, God is love. So in order to walk in love, you have to walk with God. But a step out of love is a step out of God, is a step out of the plan of God. And that's where he gets you. So I'm not saying we, we got to be scared about this or anything. He's a defeated foe. We understand this. I understand this. I'm, I'm happy to, but, but we have to go back to the word and kind of like check these things sometimes. I've, it's interesting to me our reaction sometimes with biblical things that if it didn't work in our life, we just like, oh, I, I just knew that's just a myth. That doesn't work in my life. It's, it's the same reaction we, we should have if our TV's not working. 
we were like, ah, electricity, such a myth. It just, I knew it was never going to work. You know that doesn't make sense. Like if the TV's not working, there's probably some, something wrong with the connection. There's probably something wrong with the batteries. But, but there's nothing wrong with electricity. When, when, when we try to walk in love and we try to do these things in the Bible, they might not be working in our life. Dr. Lillian B. Oman would say that if there is something wrong in our prayer life, I have to change and check what I have to change because God never changes. So, so he's still there. Everything is working and available. So if there's something wrong with the connection, it's usually 100% of the time on my side. Whether I'm walking in love or not. So, so I, I, I want us to have this picture in our mind or this thought in our mind as we go today that love is undefeated. But if I don't have victory in my life, then maybe let's check our love life. Let's check our love walk as expressed in the Bible. That love is, is not just a feeling, it's an action, but also love is a fruit which means it's a result of something that you've been doing. You know, you don't, you don't see a fruit anywhere and you're just like, oh my gosh, that's so unexpected to see fruit. Like you, you see fruit and you realize that someone planted, someone, there was work involved in order for that fruit to become a fruit. Well, in the same way, if we read the word of God, it says Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against, their, uh, against such there is no law. So we see that the first fruit of the Spirit is love. If it's hard for us to walk in love, if it's far hard for us to express this biblical ty- type of love, I say we need to check where we are abiding. Because Jesus said, if you abide in me, you will give much fruit. So if there is not much love in our life, maybe it's because we're, we're spending more time uh, he listening to gossip than listening to God, right? Uh, and I'm talking to myself because, listen, I, I love the tea. I love it. When I was a kid, I kid you not, when I was a kid, my parents would have couples that were fighting over to the house and, you know, do the whole uh, marital counseling thing. And I love to listen to it. I I love to, I love, I would literally be at the door listening to everything. And then come Sunday, I would judge them. I'd be like, I know. (laughs) Yes, you haven't been praying and you, uh, you know, you know, I'm like eight years old like, I, I just love it. Like, to this point, this is something I deal with. When I hear people talking, I, I like, it just, it tickles my ear. And I have to, like, you know, pray it out. I cast it out, that spirit of gossip. Because I love it. You're laughing. But you haven't closed Facebook yet. Like, I mean, let's be honest, right? <laughs> And I, I'm not throwing stones or anything. What I'm saying is sometimes we spend so much time in this and then we overreact and we're like, oh my gosh, why isn't there love? Why can't I walk in this and stuff? It's maybe because we haven't spent the time we should be spending with God. See, we're, we're called to be imitators of Christ. It's hard to imitate someone you don't know. It's hard to be an imitator of someone you don't spend time with. It's hard to replicate what someone is saying if you can't hear what he is saying. So a lot of times we're like, oh, see, this is just how I am. This is how I, you know, I was born this way. In Colombia, this is one of our biggest excuses. Well, I'm Latino. 
And the Latino, like, well, we just, we just react because there's blood there. There's salsa in our veins. Well, the word of God says that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, that the old man has passed away and behold, everything is made new, even the salsa in the veins. So that's not an excuse anymore because we're not, you know, I'm not just Colombian anymore. You're not where you were born anymore. You are now a son and a daughter of God. So that there, there is something different about us. And I believe that that becomes our testimony or should become our testimony. That the person we should be is dead. And now, you know, not only I don't live anymore, Galatians 2.20 says, but now Christ lives in me. And what I speak, what I talk, what I do, it's a reflection of who lives in me. But it's hard to do this if we don't know who God is, if we don't know what that love is expressed. It's important to know the expression of love. I mentioned this almost like, what, two years ago when we had that, that like the marriage series here. But one of the biggest things that changed in my life with my wife is when we, we started to learn that there's different expressions of love. And, and you know the five love languages. And I, I, I learned that my love language is acts of, not acts of, why do I always think it's acts of service? There's nothing in me that Likes, likes acts of service. It's words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. I like all three at the same time. Like I like when my wife gives me Lego, makes out with me, and tells me I'm a good kisser at the same time. <laughs> like when all that three things happen, like I feel loved. Okay, but her love language, like the, the expression for her, is acts of service. So she does not care. I tell her all the time how beautiful she is, amazing, everything. No, no, no. She, she falls in love with me when I, like, wash the dishes, right? When, like, I do, like, you, you call it laundry. I call it foreplay. Like, it's a, like, I mean, I'm doing the laundry. I'm, like, making eye contact. I'm, like, extra softener. Right? Like, that's right. Hey, check the dishwasher. Empty. ha, <laughs> ha. Like that's just that's just it's what she likes it's, it's expressing that she loves it and when we're supposed to express the love of God there's an expression it's not just how you want it. the expression is that love you know is patient that the love of God is kind that it's not self-seeking right that it keeps no record of wrongs it's not petty remember my uh, my brothers, I have two younger brothers, Danny and Sammy. Sammy's the one that does the coffee back there. And Danny, he, he came and preached here a couple months ago. Anyway, uh, they're two years apart, and they would always have problems. And so I remember one time, Sammy, he was smaller, uh, he started pulling my brother's hair uh, and just, you know, smacking him and stuff. And so Danny, a little bit older, turned around and just smacked him hard. So my dad came and it's like, you can't, you can't be smacking your brother like that. He's like, you're so much bigger right now. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he doesn't know that pulling your hair hurts and stuff. So, so he's, he's going to get, so Danny's going to get spanked. And I, I'm the older brother. I love seeing them get spanked, right? I just, I'm like staring there at the door again, like, oh, yeah. Uh, and so my, my dad leaves. And then 30 seconds later, I hear my youngest brother start to scream again. Uh, like crying. And so we go back in. I'm staring and my dad comes in. He's like, what happened? And Danny says, well, now he knows what it feels like. Uh, uh, 
very, very petty. He got spanked again. But, but that just reminded me, you know, when the Bible says that love, true love, the God type of love, the love that we're supposed to express, it keeps no record of wrongs. Believe that when, 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 it's, when it comes to marriage, relationship, family relationships, if we're petty, we're not Christ-like. Because Christ was never petty, and I thank God for it. Imagine God being petty in heaven. Like, that would be the worst. Like, you coming in and side comments all the time as, like, oh, you barely made it, didn't you? Like, <laughs> like, all, like all my blood and barely enough for you, right? It's like, that would be the worst. It, we, we, we don't need this. And I'm so thankful for the love of God upon my life. I'm so thankful for him expressing that long-suffering love towards me. But it doesn't end there. That's the start, that we recognize his love, that we know Romans 5, 5 says that his love has been shed abroad upon our hearts. As when we receive the Holy Spirit, we've received his love and the ability to love like he loves. Now, remember, the title is Love is Undefeated. What does that mean? That when love is part of the equation, then the result will always be victory. But then we need to realize what type of love this is. That it's not just, you know, the, the I feel like it love or when I feel like it love. No, no, it's a conviction that if I follow along and I express the God type of love, love will never fail. It may take some time, but it will never fail. That, that if God is in the equation, his resurrection power is made available. And even relationships that are dead could come alive again. As long as I express the God type of love. Uh, I was talking with my wife <clears throat> this morning. I remembered a story. Uh, again, my, my family or part of my family, my mom's side, we're all Latino. They're from Guatemala. We're from Colombia. There, there, there's just a lot of emotion happening. And I have three uncles. Uh, my mom has three brothers, three, three uncles. And there was this one moment I didn't know, but in the group chat, uh, they were very mean to my mom to the point where like my mom was crying, like leaving the group chat. I didn't know about this. Uh, but my brother, actually, Sammy, he went, grabbed my mom's cell phone, screenshotted the whole conversation, and sent it to me because he knew that I would not walk in love. Um, and so this, this is years ago. Um, it, trust me, this was years ago. Uh, so so I, I see it. I automatically get mad because what they said, what was done. I mean, in general, just don't make my mama cry. Like, that's just point number one. So I called them. I called all of my uncles. And I prophesied death. <laughs> They're alive. I prophesied, like, you know, everything. I'm like, if the rapture doesn't happen today, you will still see the father right now. Like, one of my, my uncle, the, the one that started it all, he was actually going to visit us. And I told him, you better not come because I'll wait for you at the airport. And I would, like, like, I will destroy. I had cousins start to call me. They were like, John, you, you're destroying the family. There was an aunt that started calling me, and she was crying. They were like, please don't, please don't keep going. And in one hour, I was able to destroy the whole like, family setting. Literally, it was bad. And in my heart, there, there was a, just so, I, I just let it happen. I, I opened up the door for it. I just let all this hatred start to flow. And in my heart, I knew I'm never going to see my uncles again. And part of me was like, man, I don't need to see them. I'm just, it's never going to happen. Well, a couple of days later, my dad calls me. He's like, John, you, you, need, to, you need to, you know, make up. You, you need to walk in love. And I was like, but do you know, I mean, do you know what they did to your wife? 
Like, let me remind you. And my dad's like, no, 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 yes, but, and it's this phrase that he's always had in his life, it's better to walk in love than to be right. It's better to walk in love than to be right. Because love never fails. To be right, you know, I mean, you might be right, but you might be failing in the rest. So love never fails. So he would tell me this. It's like, John, you need to pray more. And he would get me so mad because I was in the flesh and I knew, and I knew it and I needed to pray. And so it took me, I forget how much it took me, but it took me a while. And literally, I could not see them. They could not see me. And finally, my uncle reached out. He's like, he reached out to me, and he was the bigger person. He's like, hey, you know, I want to talk with you. So we called up a meeting. I started to pray because I was like, Father, I mean, I don't want to be that guy that sends people to heaven that way. You know, <clears throat> And so my, he, my, my uncle actually asked for my dad to be there and my brothers to be present just so that I didn't do anything. And, and we talked. And he, the first thing, he, he, like, he looked at me and he started to cry. I was like, John David, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I shouldn't have said that. And he, like, it just broke me down all of a sudden because I was prepared to, you know, read him the screenshots. Like, I memorized them and everything. And I'm like, you, you said, and then he, he asked for forgiveness first he's like i'm sorry i know what i did i know what i said i was like i love you guys and i shouldn't have done like just all of these things where i felt the love of god at that moment and i just felt bad i felt like trash really where i'm like oh my gosh like i was gonna like we were gonna ruin the family for something so stupid that could be solved with forgiveness that could be solved with love that could be solved with the god type of love I believe sometimes, and how many times have we destroyed things that God has created for us out of pettiness because we decide to step out of love, and a step out of love is a step out of God because God is love, and then we question why the results aren't godly, or we question why the results aren't God-like, and it's because we're walking in two different directions, and so it's not our prayer life that's not working. It's, not, it's because we're not in tune with the God type of love. We're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. So at that moment, I mean, now today is the day where actually our uncle, he's come to Jackson to visit our daughter. And I love him to death. And I mean that in the good way. Like not in, I, I, I love him a lot. But I thank God for the God type of love because it resurrected something that I thought I had destroyed forever. What I say, do you ever have those moments where you think of stuff you did or said and you just cringe? You're like, ah, oh, I should have never. And like in seventh grade, I said a couple of things. And I just cringe. I'm like, ah, oh, this is one of those moments where I think about what I texted, what I said, what I screamed, what everything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I thank God when I think about these things, because God's love is just so enormous that it covers my multitude of sins and it gives me the ability to do the same likewise to other people towards other people because we're we're placed on this earth with with a purpose we're placed on this earth there's there's a plan in place for you that the devil wants to destroy by getting you hurt by making you walk out of love by getting you offended because he knows he might not get you out of heaven but he doesn't want you bringing heaven down to earth so the way he does that is he gets you out of love. So we, we, we're back in love. I think about my family. I'm like, Father God, I thank you for this so much. But again, love is a fruit that requires time. 
Love is a fruit that, that requires sowing. Love is a fruit that requires patience. Love is a fruit that requires abiding in him. That you are not going to automatically love people the way God loves people if you're not spending time with God to show you how that is, to recognize how that is, to be able to see and perceive this is how God loves, so this is how I'm going to love. See, sometimes the God type of love is not what you do, it's what you abstain from doing. Like sometimes it's just not saying anything. Jesus, on the way to the cross, people were saying things that he could literally open up his mouth and correct. But because of the joy set before him, he endured. Because love endures. And so he didn't say anything. He could have said it like, no, that's not true. That's a lie. He could have brought down angels. He literally told Peter, don't you know I could bring legions down in this moment? But for a segment of his life, before the cross, he didn't say anything out of love. And then when he did open up his mouth, what he said was, Father! And the whole heavens were ready. Okay, now it's game time. The angels are preparing. We're going to go rescue the Son of God. Everything. Father! Forgive. Are you kidding me? Like, if I'm an angel, I'd be mad. I'm like, Forgive? You're right. Like, just remember, you're right. But it's better to walk in love than to be right. See, that, that's where the victory is. Yeah, I mean, even love is so important because even faith requires love. So sometimes we're walking this, you know, we're battling. We have these faith fights and everything. And this is how I fight my battles. And I, I love that. But if if faith doesn't have love, then it's not going to work. Well, we, need to, we need to check. And, and the whole premise and the whole idea of this message is that we get to take the time. And one, if this feels challenging to you to love the way God loved, well, let me propose this. Well, spend time with God. Spend time abiding in his presence. Because if his words abide in you and you abide in him and you abide in his presence and his presence abide in you, you will give much fruit. So if we can't do that right now, then maybe we just have to work on the fruit side. But two, if this feels like something that is inspiring you to be able to do, let's go to 1 John 3.18. 1 John 3.18 says, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth, that love is far more than this idea, this philosophical premise. Love requires action. It requires a deed. And if you've noticed, uh, love in action inspires more love in action. I've seen it in social media a lot of times, but a couple of months ago, I actually got to live it where I'm in the Starbucks line and the person in front of me uh, paid for my coffee. And the guy could just, because I didn't understand at the beginning, he was like, oh, it's paid for. I'm like, no, it's not. I haven't given you my card yet. And I'm trying to correct him. I'm like, listen, sir, like, don't lose your money. Like, let me pay. He's like, no, 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 it's already paid for. The person in front paid for it. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I could have ordered the muffin. Uh, <laughs> but two, I was super thankful. I'm like, great. And so my eyes light up. I'm like, I have an opportunity here. And so he's like, so he automatically is like, the person behind you ordered four lattes. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, uh, this is going to be more expensive now. 
I should have just paid for mine, but I, I ended up paying because I, I was just happy. I'm like, this, this actually happens, not only on social, it happens in real life. And, and I, you know, you become, because the love of God is not only, you know, faithful and patient, the love of God is generous. That you can tell when people have spent time with God because you just automatically become more generous. It scares me when my wife prays because she gets to be very generous. And uh, last weekend, uh, she, she, she stayed here. I had to go preach somewhere. And she called me and she told me a couple of things that she wanted to do. And I told her, you know, that's going to be expensive. Like it has nothing to do with us. It's going to be expensive. And she's like, yeah, but God's just been so good to us. That why not be good to other people? Well, when you, when you experience God's love, when you're aware of his love, and this is why I have to come back to that first point. If this is hard, if this is challenging for you, let me just recommend spending time with him. Don't, don't do anything else until you spend time with him. That's what, that's what Jesus did. I, actually, on our website, thelifeonline.cc, and I don't mean to say this just because it's our campus, uh, uh, but I mean, I thought the other day the online campus is like Bruno and Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno, right? We don't, we don't talk about online that much, but, uh, but we, have, we have a series, The Basics to Christianity, uh, and the first episode talks about the secret of Jesus. And it was his prayer life. It was spending time with God, that because he spent time with God, he can replicate that. See, see, our purpose here on earth is to showcase that love and get people saved. Like, that's as simple as it gets. And I question sometimes why it's so hard for us. I mean, it's easy to meet someone in Kroger and tell them about the love of God. Perfect. But it's hard to do the same thing at Thanksgiving, right? And the... At least how I felt God tell it to me is because your family knows the real you or knows who you were and not who you are now because you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So the reason why Jesus, I mean, Jesus had all these followers, all these people that just love to be with him is because he spent time with the father. And because he spent time with the father, there was just this love that came out of Jesus that everyone wanted to be a part of. So I want to challenge you today to do the same thing. One, this feels challenging. This this could be a challenge because the flesh never wants to be obedient to the word. But there is a spirit that is will. Jesus even said, you know, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Who you are inside the true you is willing and wants to do this now. Wants to follow God. Wants to spend time in his presence. It's the flesh that doesn't want to. So make the decision today to show your flesh who is boss. You're like, it's like my dad would always tell me, like, tell your flesh you're going to church with or without it. That by the time you get to church, you'll, you'll realize your flesh is with you. Right? So do the same thing. To, to make the decision today and talk to yourself and be like, we're going to pray today whether you want it or not. I'm going to start with, if you want to join in, you, you can. And you'll get to realize that when you spend time with God, then his presence, who he is, just starts to permeate your life. Where people start to realize, hey, you've been with God because this is not, you know, you're not like this. And then you can say this is true, but no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. Who you are seeing is this new creation in Christ Jesus. And I might not be perfect, but the God that lives in me is. 
and his love is perfect and I am being perfected in him in his presence. And I may not be a finished work yet, but I am still his masterpiece created unto good works in Christ Jesus. So who you see today is not a finished product, but you are still seeing God's masterpiece in action. And when you, when you look at it that way, we were in Barcelona two weeks ago, and we went to the Sagrada Familia, which is this giant church known because the architect Gaudí is just so famous and so beautiful. When we got there, I got a little mad because it was under construction. I'm like, did they not know I was coming? Like, it just, but I was like, it, there was still scaffolding around it. It was still amazing. And then I realized that's kind of our life. That we're, we are always under construction, but we are still that masterpiece. And there are things that still need to be worked on. And maybe today what we have to work on is our love walk, our love life in general. But you are still a masterpiece created unto good works. That when people see your way, the way you react, the way you respond, I don't think that it's just a casualidad. I don't, I don't think it just so happened that we have a love series a month before Thanksgiving. I'm believing that this Thanksgiving is going to be different. That we're going to walk into that place not only with our stuffing and with our turkey, but we're going to walk in with the love of God. It's just going to be different. And people are going to question it. People are going to try to attack it. And maybe we, we love on Thanksgiving by the things we don't say. And again, don't be petty. Don't be that guy that's like, I'm not going to say anything because I love you. Because that's just, that just ruins it. Right? But you've spent so much time with God that it just becomes easy to love. It just becomes second nature. Not even second nature. It becomes your nature. To love people the way God loved. So one this is hard, if this is pushing your buttons a little bit, abide. Just abide. Don't do anything else. Abide. But two, if you feel like this is the Holy Spirit knocking at your door, telling you, hey, this is the way. This is the way we should go. I'd recommend doing 1 John 3.18. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Let there be corresponding action to what you are believing in. And that, that applies to anything, to your faith walk, to your love walk, to your prayer life. Just add corresponding action today. And remember, if love is in the equation, then the result will always be victory because love is undefeated. As long as God's love is in the equation, you will be undefeated. You will have victory after in your fight. If there is love in your finances and your generosity, you will be undefeated in your finances. If there is love in your prayer life, you will become undefeated in your prayer life. Like that, because love never fails. Let me pray for you real quick, and then we're and then we're gonna get the chance at all of our campuses to abide a little bit, abide in his presence through worship. Father God, we thank you for this day, and we just thank you for this opportunity once again that we get to, to come into this fantastic church that you've opened up the doors for us to walk in, Father. We thank you for this place. We thank, but more than this place, we thank you for the opportunity we get right now to enter into your throne, to enter into your presence. We thank you, Father, because your love covers a multitude of sin 
and there is nothing that we have done that doesn't allow us to enter into your presence because of the sacrifice of Jesus. So we decide today to enter in. And as we walk out of this place, we walk out with determination to live a life that pleases you, to live a life that expresses your love, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as we walk in love, Father, we thank you that there is victory in our health. As we walk in love, Father, we thank you because there is victory in our finances. As we walk in love, we thank you, Father, because there is victory in our relationships. There is victory in our love life. There is victory in our marriage. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and all the honor. I'm going to ask you to stand up real quick and just give him all the glory and all the honor. Wherever you are at, just raise your hands as an act of surrender and say, Father God, we just come to you today. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Teach us your ways, Father. Teach us how to love like you love. Teach us how to see people like you see people, Father. Permeate us, Father. Drown us in your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.